Dick test, dick test, everybody, dick test. Yes, yes, about yes, to yes, dick, dick test, check on my round. Everybody say something about the dick test. Say you, something. You something. say something about the dick. Corey, dick spin, dick, dick spin. Dick. What about them dicks, Teddy? Steal the towels. We got free soap. $35.99 weekly rate. Continental breakfast. Get your key card. I am your front desk clerk, Sean Wolf Party Martin. I am your sexy, sexy room service, Teddy the Hot Stuff Summers, aka Belinda, aka Patricia. I am ruthless and my hobbies include sunbathing naked and listening to System of a Down. I'm from Tucky Corey and I want mustard on my biscuits. And we have head of fashion for the Cecil Hotel 2017 fashion show. We have Sweet Stuffy, Sweet Stuff, the executioner, Jerry Stars. So we've all had our experiences probably either spending the night at a really seedy off-road motel or hotel on the side of the road. Maybe we've partied at some growing up. Have a few stories with that. But I don't think anything can compare to the story of what we're going to tell tonight. The story of the Cecil Hotel. I thought it was Cecil. The Cecil Hotel, <laughs> as you will hear if you watch many of the uh, YouTube videos that you will find. They pronounce it Cecil. But we're all men here with balls and testosterone, whether we want them or not. So we say Cecil. Yeah. <laughs> or Cecil. Cecil, like your drunk uncle. <laughs> drunk Uncle Cecil, drinking up all the eggnog at Christmas time, passing out in the bathtub. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's actually a hotel here in Louisville that not necessarily can be uh, compared to the Thessal Hotel in terms of paranormal activity, but in terms of seediness and murder and suicide. We had the economy in. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hooker Hotel on beautiful Bargetown Road, thirty-five ninety-nine a night. We'll get you a hooker, a complimentary bum fight in the parking lot, and don't forget breakfast. 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 <laughs> Mysterious stains on your bed, complimentary bed bugs, and a very delicious continental breakfast in the morning consisting of a syringe and a Pop-Tart. So breakfast, dessert, and entertainment. You get everything. Mm-hmm. And then you can go right across the street to Thornton's and get some gasoline. Because there's two Thornton's right You're going to need the gasoline to burn the place down after all the <laughs> fucking shitty, crazy stuff that you're going to commit in this hotel. But yes, the Cecil Hotel we are talking about tonight. Very long. Uh, story past it. Opened in 1927 in good old L.A., California. <laughs> it has 14 floors and 600 rooms and was designed to be a budget hotel for tourists and long-term residents of the Los Angeles area. 
Also to note, it's located right on the same stretch of road as Skid Row. And I'm not talking about no Sebastian Bach feathered hair bullshit. Whatever the fuck he's saying, I don't even know. It's a good band, though. Some hair band. No, it's not. It's debatable. They will never be poisoned. Everyone has their opinions. I prefer not to listen to 40-year-old white man music. They weren't 40 when they started recording. No, but 40-year-olds listen to it now. Well, now, yeah, I mean... They will never be like Warrant or Winger. Or well, he's on, um, he's on the Trailer oh Park God. Boys, though, which is a good show. You know, so, not, yeah, he is. He's on the Trailer Park Boys. Who that's is? the only good thing. He's Sebastian Bach? Sometimes he'll make an appearance. Oh, that's not, yeah. He, he's he's was, he was at a, tr- a model train convention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. It's about <laughs> as interesting as their music. So, <laughs> Sebastian Bach kind of looks like my cousin if you <laughs> took away the hair and gave him less teeth. Oh, it's just like him. So the street in which the hotel was built eventually declined into the area known as Skid Row, not the band, no Sebastian Bach here, which is notorious for homelessness, crime, and drug activity. You'll see hobos injecting other hobos, and maybe homos injecting other homos. (coughs) Boxcar willies. I mean homo in the the most respectable sense possible. The hobos are saying homos, and the homos are saying hobos. They're all sucking dicks. They could be. It's Skid Row. That's how they get their drugs. Yeah. But homos and hobos aside, in 2011, it was rebranded as the Stay on Main. Stay on Main. Stay on Main. That's lovely, Teddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I should have wrote their jingle. You should have. Too bad all the crackheads and sodomy kind of ruined their image. Oh, well, you know, the image is kind of tarnished to begin with, with all the... Uh, all the shit we're going to talk about tonight. The Flying. bloodied, semen-stained past of the Thuffle Hotel. Flying suicide. <laughs> stay on Main. The Sounds stay like something on in the Highlands. Nobody calls it the Stay on Main. They can put it up does, whatever signs they want. It does sound like a bread and be- breakfast. Like, yeah, Stay does. on Main, bread and breakfast. It's, it's a good brunch spot. Stay on Main at the Thuffle <laughs> Hotel at the bed and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2016, it actually received a special recognition from the city of Los Angeles after the Cultural Heritage Commission deemed it as a historical monument. You know, a historical monument for murder, for suicide, uh, for... Thotomy. Thotomy. <laughs> for Cake paranormal activity. Isn't that a Marcy's Playground song? That's a Marilyn Manson song, but that's okay. I'm thinking of Sex and Candy. I'm sorry. Yes. It's okay. Cake and Sodomy, Sex and Candy. It's all along the same line. You're just thinking about candy. It was the <laughs> 90s. It was the 90s. I hear the onset of diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> I got it. Do you? So no. This, this is the light side of the Cecil Hotel. The type that they want you to think of. But we're going to get into the juicy, gory, disgusting details. Oh, I just love the word juicy. Juicy. Is it like the word moist? Ugh. Yeah. We don't say that. I don't like that. You don't say that. Trigger warning. <laughs> so the Cecil Hotel, like I said, has the very long and dark history of Teddy's penis. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Actually, actually, a violence, murder, and suicide. But if Teddy went there, it'd have a long, dark history of his wiener. <laughs> but, with many thousands of guests passing through every year... Hotels are inevitably are, are inevitably going to have their you know accidents, natural deaths, crimes, murders, and suicides, and even pure bad luck. That goes without saying. Even your Hilton Garden Inn that has 
jacuzzis in every room. Cocaine? And pictures of Paris Hilton on every nightstand is still going to have its fair share of people dying, people getting murdered, suicide, you know. Goes without saying. Any places like that. It's a open. hotel is a temporary residence, so, you know, hey, why not take the your... The same shit that happens But it doesn't happen home. at every hotel. Well, well, I don't know. I'm Something. sure a butt rape has happened at, at least every <laughs> hotel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh surprise Probably. butt sex. Where do you yeah. take hookers when you want to, you know... Diddle their duders. Diddle their duders, as Teddy so yeah. eloquently put it. Or flick their beans. You take them to the Economy Inn on Barchtown Road. Yep, yep. And then you all can Gross. watch a very romantic bum fight in the parking lot. Involving <laughs> homeless Joe and the orphans. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get into the murders and the suicides of the Cecil Hotel. Uh... We are going to talk about their long story past of window jumpers. Oh, yes. There are tons of window jumpers. Pause. But before we get into the very, very long, weird history of windows and people jumping through them windows. The window murders. The window jumpers. We are going to talk about Elizabeth Short. Also, better known as the Black Dahlia murder. It's a good band. It's a very good band. But they got their name from Elizabeth Short, aka the Black Dahlia. The one of the most notorious unsolved murders of California, if not the entire United States. And supposedly, the night of her death in 1947, she was seen wandering the corridors of the Cecil Hotel. And it's even rumored that she may have met her demise there in one of the rooms. But that's just speculation. Actually, probably be quieter. So, for those of you who do not know who, you know, Elizabeth Short, the Black Dahlia murder is, she was found bisected with a Chelsea grin. A, her cheeks were split from ear to ear, head was bashed in, sexually mutilated in a vacant Hollywood lot not very far from the Cecil Hotel. Drained of blood, and it is a mystery to this day. One of the greatest mysteries, I might add. But that is a topic for another podcast. Also to mention, this doesn't stop with a famous murdered person, but it actually picks up with two famous murderers. Richard Ramirez, a.k.a. the Night Stalker, a.k.a. Halitosis Harry, a.k.a. Yeah. Yuckmouth Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so basically that guy talked to you and you were like, dude, just shut your mouth. It was bad. He had yuck mouth like no other. But bro, TikTok. Periodontitis everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My wiener agrees. So Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, as he was well known. The second Night Stalker, there's two Night Stalkers, you have to remember. The first one, similar, but not the same. Thank you, Teddy, for my keyboard. Uh, He was an active serial killer in the 80s. He would break into people's homes, either while they were there and wait for them to come home and then kill them, or he would break in while they were sleeping and basically murder them with whatever was around. It could be a frozen sausage roll that was in the freezer. (laughs) It could be a lamp next to their bed. Uh, Sometimes I think he used a knife in some instances. How underwhelming. Sausage roll into a knife. You can kill the shit out of somebody with a frozen fucking good, like, 
old folks sausage roll. Or the, you know when you go to Kroger and they get those big things of sausage? Hamburger. Uh, hamburger, like that big roll. Like I, prefer, <laughs> I prefer to murder with a pepperoni stick. <laughs> well, of course you would. Maybe a nice Braunschweiger. Braunschweiger. Can I use sausage links that are still together? Teddy, this is 2017. You can use whatever you want. It is a new generation of acceptance. Oh, wow. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> but it was said that Richard Ramirez, during his murder streak, he would stay at this hotel for weeks on end, um, commit his series of murders ditch his clothes in a dumpster that was in the back and just walk bare-ass naked through Skid Row. Because yes. it was, you know, everybody's walking around naked in Skid Row. I mean, you, you sell your clothes for heroin, you know, you're not going to have any clothes. Well, they also said he was, uh, he was very nocturnal. It was like, that's why he was a night stalker. He slept all day, mm-hmm. woke up during the night, and killed everyone. So his stalker. maids must have been like, oh, you want to tell us? Oh, he's sleeping. Oh, no Shut up, bitch. I'm playing ACDC. <laughs> That's actually what the <laughs> residents would say is they would, they would smell pot all day coming from his room and they would just, they would hear Slayer and ACDC play, which hell ain't a bad gig. If he wasn't the Night Stalker and had terrible fucking periodontal disease, <laughs> I might be fucking uh, compelled to just knock on his door. Hey, buddy. probably drink a lot on? of Mountain Dew. He might have. I wouldn't want to sh- uh, share a joint with that guy. You can't yeah. Oh, God. I just threw up in my mouth. I'd be like, oh, do you love to uh, just re-roll it and let me hit it once? <laughs> Didn't somebody marry him in prison? Yeah, he mm-hmm. was married in prison. He just died Ew. a couple years back. I know. God. Well, he's one of the more handsome ones besides one of the more handsome I'm sorry, killers. but if, if, if your mouth is like a Run and Stimpy episode where it has that green fog coming out, I'm yeah, not it's talking to you. it's just got flies all around him it. and shit. But he had lovely hair, a lovely head of hair on the man. He kind of had, honestly, he kind of had like a Jim Morrison thing going. Yeah, Jim Morrison had if like fucking rot mouth. Meth mouth. He was Mexican. He looked straight up like Marcus Parks. His mouth looked like <laughs> Twisting the Clown from American Horror Story. Yeah. <laughs> Which, speaking of that, interesting segue, American Horror Story Hotel was very, very closely based on the Thessal Hotel. Thessal. I think they even kind of, like, changed the name around. It was called the Hotel Cecil, instead of the Cecil Hotel. Very imaginative writers there on that particular season. (laughs) That was a great season, though. I loved the body shoot. I loved it. And it had one of the greatest scenes I have ever seen in any scene of any movie. Too many scenes. Lots of scenes. All the scenes. Serial killer dinner. The Devil's Night serial killer meetup. Eileen Warnos was amazing. That was fucking awesome. That was just a little nice little get-together with absinthe and... Richard Ramirez was there, Eileen Warnos, Ted Bunny. Not Ted Bunny, wasn't there. I wanted him to be there. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was there. Zodiac was just chilling in a corner with his potato sack jumpsuit. I love how they're all eating, and the Zodiac's just sitting there with his mask on. He's not eating, he's just sitting there, like, just dead silent, staring across the He's the the strong, silent type. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up, because he was probably the most normal person out of all of them. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, he you just also had um, uh, the, the, the clown dude. Um, John Wayne Gacy? Yeah, he was Gacy. there, too. Well, he Gacy was there, Gacy. right? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gacy was there. He even came out during one scene uh, with the reporter they had up there yep. in full Pogo the Clown yes. outfit. Uh-huh. That was an awesome scene. I still go back on YouTube and just watch that one scene. Dahmer had his zombie boy with him, yes, too. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Eileen Warnos was uh, said to the police officer 
that was uh, in there. Don't worry, Jeffrey likes dark meat. Yes. <laughs> and he did. That's racist! Sounds <laughs> racist! He's got a type, you know? <laughs> no, he did. He did, actually. He did. He did. But, also, another little-known serial killer that we may not have heard of, if we didn't have the help of Wikipedia, would be a serial killer who also took up residence in the Cecil Hotel. His name was Jack Unterwager. And I really had to just slow down and try to pronounce that name because he's German as fuck. <laughs> the interesting thing about Jack Unterwager is he was a serial killer who killed in the 70s, was his first spree of killings. And they locked him up, gave him a life sentence, but people were sympathetic towards his crimes. They said that, you know, he uh, basically committed these crimes because he had some type of mental deficiency, not retarded necessarily, but he would write several appeals that were made to the public, and the public outcry was so vast and intense that they actually let him go in the 80s. Hmm. And he was cool for a while. He didn't kill nobody. He took up residence in the Cecil Hotel, and he did it all over again. And his way of killing was he would choke people, women especially, with their bra straps. Yeah, most men don't wear bras. So. Recycling. Efficient. Unless you got moobs. Yeah. If you got moobs. What if she don't wear no bra? Well, that's the bohemian bitch. So basically, <laughs> if you got some small titties, you okay. In that case, he would choke them with their pubic hairs. Ew. Wow. I mean, this was the 70s. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's true. That's I mean, true. the razor wasn't invented until 1989. So he killed, got out, killed again, went back in. You waste the space. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> Didn't learn your lesson, man. What Didn't all those people that were writing in saying, let him out, what were they saying then? Well, they were like, well, well, uh, well, I don't know, shit. Well, I guess. Did he came Bob Dylan? <laughs> yeah. Well, that gives. Choke you with your bra straps. Oh, rib service. <laughs> Those were the two instances of serial killers taking up residence at the Thessal Hotel. So let's get into the 2017 award for. Window jumper, murder, suicides, and unexplained deaths associated with the Cecil Hotel. Goddamn. That was one of the jumpers. I liked it. Okay. Starting off, there's not just jumpers, but you will come to find out that they are mostly jumpers, but they have a few other colorful forms of death. Hey, 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 hey. watch yourself look colorful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do not believe in segregation. <laughs> I am not uh, that asshole from the 60s, Conway, or whatever the fuck his name Conway was. Conway 20? Yes. <laughs> Conway 20 was a hell of a Another American. famous racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no. But I like this hair. Your nominees, in no particular order. <coughs> On November 19th, November 1931, the Los Angeles Times reported that a search for 46-year-old Manhattan Beach resident W.K. Norton was over. He had checked into the Cecil as James Willis of Chicago. That was his alias, I guess. James, James Willis. Willis. 
James Willis of Chicago. He was a jazz musician. A week earlier, <laughs> and once in his room, he had taken a number of poison capsules. This is the earliest known suicide. 1931. Your next nominee on the list of unexplained deaths, murders, suicides. And window killings. And window jumpers. Benjamin Dodick, 25, had shot himself in the head in his room, and his body was found the next morning by a maid named Carrie Brown. But to make it more interesting, and maybe slightly racist, we're going to call her Consuela Gonzalez. (laughs) (laughs) So Consuela Gonzalez, a.k.a. Carrie Brown, found him in his room, dead from a shot to the head. No suicide note. Come on, man. What did she say? She said, oh, I'm going to have to clean the shit out of these walls. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Mr. Superman. It's going to take lots no. of clothes. Oh, por qué, Mr. White Man? No, I don't like these things. You're not here. You're so not here. <laughs> Our next nominee Come is... Come at us, social justice warriors. 53-year-old <laughs> former Army Medical Corps Sergeant Louis D. Borden slashed his own throat with a razor in his room. Mr. Borden left a note mentioning his ill health. He said, I got explosive diarrhea. I got. I went down to the diner and I had a moons over my hammy. Ew. It was undercooked and runny. I cannot live <clears throat> like this with my moons over my hammy being so runny. I wanted the pancakes. I should have got the pancakes. Why didn't I get the pancakes? Dead. Oh, Cut his own throat. Man. Which is probably the most brutal way you can that's take yourself prison, out. That's a prison way of killing yourself. I think yourself. that's an overreaction. I mean, my mom one time got food poisoning from uh, Denny's, so I mean, I, 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 I guess she might have wanted to commit suicide after that, because... You can't put a price on good men. He was trapped in his own prison. Yeah, yeah but was. food poisoning is pretty one. bad. Maybe he had a bad case of food poisoning and, you know, back he then. He thought he was going to die. Yeah. He was shitting out his insides. Yeah. Like, well, there's only one way out of this. I'm going to slash my own throat. Ew. Next on the list right. of your nominees was Grace E. Margo. In March 19th, 1937, oh, had fallen from a ninth-story window. <laughs> Police were unsure as to whether this had been an accident or suicide, but her fall had been broken by a suspended telephone wiring, which was entangled about her body. Miss Margot died later in the hospital. It said, I'll save you. (laughs) (laughs) I've got you, Miss Or if I'm not doing my duty of the Los Angeles Telecommunications (laughs) (laughs) It was known as the day that the telephones died. So, the suicide that I'm going to talk about is kind of a fucked up suicide because the scene I see in my head is this, like, nice little elderly gentleman walking down the street one day. Uh, His name was George Gianni. 65 years old, you know, in the God 60s, it, that was pretty old. He's just walking down the street like doop a doop doo And then uh, Pauline Otten, who was like 27, who's like, I'm going to jump out the window. So she jumps out the fucking window and lands on this dude. And well, damn it. Well, that's not bad enough. You're going to kill your own self, but you're going to take somebody with you? Yeah. This dude was just going on a nice gingerly str- stroll to Skid Row to buy some black tar heroin, <laughs> and he got hit by a lady falling out a window. I personally be- personally believe that she deserves a Medal of Valor, much like Batman. That's a multi-kill mm-hmm. on Call of Duty right Yeah, there. that is like a, a fucking finishing move in Mortal Kombat. Like, I'm going to kill you and kill me. Window fall ality. It's kind of like when you're in the car and your girlfriend gets mad and she grabs the steering wheel and she's like, I'll kill us both! 
I'm not saying my girlfriend's ever done that, but I've heard stories. Uh, <laughs> it's only a matter of time then, Teddy. Yeah, right. I think she might have really liked the cut of that guy's jib, and she wanted some old wiener, and she just didn't really think She was her. trying to find the house. Catch me. The I'm most extreme saying, way of like grandpa. She had dick fever. I'm just yeah, saying, though, I feel bad for the guy just like walking along, like la 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 la, and then boom, you're dead. So well, is it? I don't feel bad for him. It's natural selection. Is it suicide? <laughs> Circle of life. Yeah. Suicide right. or the most ultimate form of trust fall? Ooh. <laughs> That's a hard one. Jesus good point. Christ. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if only the guy could have been like a trampoline salesman. I'd be like, ha-ha! It just he had like an inflatable fucking trampoline. Uh, it's okay. I sell pool inflatables. Ah, unicorn. It was, uh, I, the, the article was from the 60s, like 1962, so I think it happened around then. Well, I'm so confident they had, they had pool that. inflatables then. Yeah, they probably Maybe did. Maybe she mm-hmm. jumped and then noticed him and was like yelling, look out. Well, I'm sure she was yelling all the way down. She just was like, she changed her mind halfway down and contorted her body to land. But you know what's him. messed up? If she had survived it, she probably would have been tried for murder. She probably would have. Mm-hmm. But it was Why the 60s, not? Would she have? Manslaughter? Yeah, but the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> she would have gotten maybe a year probation. <laughs> a year probation. Ten hours of community service. <laughs> yes. And she would have hung out with Manson and tried to jump out a window again. Yep. Mm-hmm. She would have been down on her luck. She had to pay all these fines. She would have they would have taken her shoelaces away in prison. She would have went back, jumped out of a higher window, and landed on probably two people this time. She might have got strangled. Gotta make it count. She's a go-getter. So our <laughs> next nominee is Roy Thompson, 35-year-old. in January 1938. Roy Thompson, 35-year-old Marine fireman, took a suicide leap from the hotel's top floor. He had been registered here for several weeks and his body was found on the skylight of a building next door. Next door. Ew. This All motherfucker right. is an Olympic pole vaulter, <laughs> or he is Spring Hill Jack or something. That's impressive. Wiley Coyote. That is some weird shit. Next door. This guy was going for distance. He's, He's going, going for, for distance. Speed. He's All going alone for speed. And that other cake song with the lyrics I cannot remember at this time. I like cake. So he... Landed on a skylight of the building next door. Most people over there were like, what the fuck was that? Jesus Christ, I'm working at a printing press, printing out all these fucking war propaganda for Vietnam. Well, it's 1938, <laughs> so it'd probably be in on a World War II. It's one of them. One of them wars with the Nazis. What year was it? 1938. Yeah, definitely World War II. Yeah, that's right, when Hitler was getting his swag. They're putting out (laughs) war propaganda and war bonds and all that, and there's like, see this guy, oh, what is he Well, the circus is in town, it's a tightrope water, oh no, God! (laughs) (laughs) And they just fucked up their skylight. Very bad time. Very bad time for the construction workers. That's very inconsiderate of that guy. I I know, man. What the fuck, dude? The street is public, man. You can't crack that. Nobody's going to fuck with it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe land on a person or something. (laughs) That happened in the 60s, so it happened. At least that one gets you in the news. So, a sailor, Erwin C. Neblet, 39, named after corn. Fucking Popeye. A theman named Neblet. Neblet. Of the so USS bad. Wright, he died in his room after taking poison, another poison death. Mm. So we got window jumpers and poison. In January of the following year, it was reported that a teacher, Dorothy Skyger, had employed the same method and was said to be near death. So there's a two for one, all in the same article here. But she Both didn't die. poisoning. 
Uh, she was near death. She did not die. So she didn't mm-hmm. do it right. One and a half. <laughs> yep. She, she gets a C minus. Well, she's the loser out of the bunch. The only thing she killed was her liver. <laughs> so, in September 1944, the horrific tragedy occurred at the Cecil when Dorothy Jean Purcell, 19, threw her newborn son from a fucking window. Well, that's too much. Jesus. That's where I draw the fucking line. It's a yeah. baby. You can... All right, if you want to be a sick fuck and kill your newborn baby, there's other more humane methods to do it other than throwing it out of a window. Maybe they just have, like, really shitty carpet there. They probably do. She was, <laughs> like, people keep <laughs> tripping over it next to open windows. It's quite possible. <laughs> I think she was going to the ice machine. There was a window right next to the ice machine. She tripped on the carpet. It was all bunched up. She's a... This flew out the window, threw the baby out the window, where it met its untimely demise. I personally like to think that she was just playing extreme frisbee golf. Oh, God. <laughs> well, if you're going to practice that, <laughs> what better well. thing than a baby? Yeah. Oh. Which, by the way, we do not endorse uh, no. baby side. The Kentucky Podcast Massacre does not uh, condone infant side of any types, and the views and opinions expressed on the show do not reflect those of the host and or host <laughs> of the show. But if you just so happen to do it, I will gladly laugh at you. Because you're dumb. And you're going to jail. Apparently, she gave birth. She didn't know she was pregnant. She went to the bathroom, trying to take a nice lumberjack-sized log. (laughs) And out came a baby. It's the stuff that, you know, I didn't know I was pregnant on the TLC channel is made of. It's the stuff dreams are made of. She would have been a star. But she's like, oh, my baby. Well, that just cramps my plans of being a slut. So, <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to throw it out the window. <laughs> Foolproof plan. Ooh. Nobody's ever going to suspect a window breaking and a baby falling out of it and me just standing by the window looking like a perplexed bitch. <laughs> yeah, she was a bitch. I'm saying. Maybe oh. she really was perplexed, though. <laughs> she definitely perplexed. She tripped. I'm going with that. She so, threw it so far, it landed on an adjacent building roof. Well, I'd say she didn't. <laughs> so she was Tom Brady. Brady. I say, she's got Tom Brady's on. She threw it like a football, perfect spiral. <laughs> Maybe she was trying to make it so, land where the previous guy landed. I feel so bad laughing about yeah, it. If you look so at actual yeah. pictures of the hotel, the buildings next to them are like touching it. Yes. So it wouldn't really. Well, a lot of buildings back then were built like that. They yeah, were, but even still, throwing a baby's not that easy. But yeah, they are pretty. Cool. I've, I've never, never tried it. Unless you don't try. <laughs> I've never oh tried God. it. A part of me feels like I'm dying and going to hell right now. We all are, and I will see you there. I have a condo and timeshares. We'll be there with Ozzy Osbourne, yes. Whenever he decides to pass away. Never? I don't think he's going to die. He's going to outlive everybody on the table. With Keith Richards. Yeah. He's, he's already his, dead. He's he gets been his dead blood for a while. He's reanimated. Yeah, he's, he's reanimated. reanimated Much like an oil change in a car, he just gets that shit switched out. But if you really think about it, maybe the guy who does like the carpet work at the Cecil Hotel, yeah, maybe is really drunk. the mastermind killer. Yeah, fucking. Fired. He could be. This is all my plan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm gonna lay faulty carpet goes, and kill him. And he goes around and he opens all the windows up. Yep. And waits for people to trip Maybe all he their had. Guys. That's a brand new theory, folks. Maybe he had <laughs> a plan going with the window maker. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It was the carpet layer and the window maker, and they devised this plan because they're sick fucks and they Insurance wanted to kill as many people. So they devised this plan. They tag teamed it. Shitty carpet 
fucked up windows. No, it's like, Cecil. It's one guy probably. With like candy mm. glass or easy open hinges. It was just Cecil. Mm. Sean's talking about candy again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop talking about her. So, in November 1947, through next nominee was reported 35-year-old Robert Smith, not of The Cure, but of Long Beach. Was it a window? Had met his death after falling from... A window. <laughs> the Cecil's seventh floor window at that. Nothing fancy schmancy with this. He just fell from a window. Fell? Was Poor it pushed? Quote, accidentally. Was it suicide? Faulty carpet? Open Faulty windows? Faulty carpet. Mm-hmm. Nothing really that much to report about Robert Smith here. He just has a really cool name. But, next nominee, Helen Gurney... Gurney, October. what an unfortunate name. I know, mm-hmm. considering she is going to be on a gurney soon. God. <laughs> Stepped from her window, <laughs> also on the seventh floor, there's some significance with the seventh floor, and landed on the top of the hotel's marquee. Damn, went out with a bang. Jesus. <laughs> she went out flashy like a superstar. Some people want to watch Casablanca. Some people want to watch people jump from the seventh floor. Might be the number one seed right there. That's impressive. <laughs> it's impressive. That's impressive. It's almost as good as the newborn baby thrower or <laughs> Mr. Skylight himself jumping from the window, much like mm-hmm. the movie The Crow where he's hopping from building to building. Mm-hmm. Until he's not. And until next- <laughs> he gets killed by a stunt bullet. <laughs> We ain't talking about that. I love Brandon Lee. It's still so a tear to my eye. That was a tragedy. To this day. That was sad. Much like all these tragedies. And it's natural selection. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just step in front of all of these possibly loaded guns. Okay, this is another good one. <laughs> this is a window right here, Teddy. <laughs> oh my god, oh, window's open will, right now. Which I would hope he wouldn't out? kill himself from that window. Like, <laughs> I just smashed my nose on your fucking, fucking concrete. Well, if Teddy jumps from our window, you could break your nose. It's <laughs> ground level. He will land comfortably on our air conditioning. And Teddy, and I will take you to the <laughs> care. It's right up the street. <laughs> like, damn it, Teddy, you broke my AC. Don't you know it gets really hot in Kentucky in the summertime? It's all right, we have home warranty. That's all right, we got it fixed. Oh. All right, Teddy. Jump out of the window right Warranty. now. You get a brand new air conditioner. I'm trying yeah. to get that shit is at least four years old outside. <laughs> I'm trying to get one of those new ones. <laughs> I love warranties. You might get pushed. <laughs> Jimmy's Good like, Good fucking over luck. Here. We don't have this person here. <laughs> we don't have any carpet in here. Better all push. No, no carpet. <laughs> so our next contender is Julia Frances Moore, 50, climbed out her 8th floor room window and landed in a second story interior light well. A lot of fiction being broke here. God. That's the sound it made. Much like a chopstick on a beer bottle. She climbed out. She didn't trip over the carpet. She was trying to get some air, or maybe she saw a nickel sitting on the ledge. She just got finished playing the first oh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Thought I can do a McFlip. I got moon physics. What year was this? 1962, so she would have to be a time traveler. She was. She went back to 1962. She was like, they don't got no PlayStation here. I don't have no Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. This is bullshit. My time machine's broken. I can't go back to 2000. Time for me to do a dark slide out the window. Yep. I'm sure that's what happened. She did a McTwist all the way down oh, to her death and landed on a light well. She left no note, just a bus ticket from St. Louis, 59 cents, an Illinois bank book showing a balance of $1,800. I would have spent that money before which, I killed myself. I know, which back in 1962 was quite a lot. Cocaine and hookers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skid Row's right down the street. You got your whole cornucopia. It's pretty convenient. 
I would have bought so many rookie baseball cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yo. Yeah. Yogi Berra. <laughs> that's way before them, but that's okay. I don't care. I don't she know was a baseball. time traveler. <clears throat> yes, you're mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. She was a time lord. She had the sports almanac from Back to the Future also. <laughs> so on October 12, 1962, of the same year, later month, Pauline Otten, 27, had been arguing with her estranged husband, Dewey, in a room on the ninth floor. When he decided he had enough, and he said, damn it! He went out to get some dinner, and in his absence, she decided she, too, had had enough, and jumped from the window, landing on top of a pedestrian, George Giannani. This is the same... Yeah, I was just over here, like, raising my hand, like, I talked about this! I want to talk about this in more depth. This is probably a different one than what you said. No, it's not, but it's okay. Well, I will say it in different adjectives (laughs) and adverbs and make it sound different. No, he he has more of the story. I was just talking about the the, the mental picture. Well, maybe I wanted to talk about it twice. That's fine. It's an interesting story. You talk about it, darling. Don't fuck up my flow, Just talk about it. Just do it. Both were killed instantly. (laughs) Since no one saw Pauline jump, police initially thought that there had been a double suicide. Mm. But on close examination, it was found that George had his hands in his pocket and was still wearing shoes. And who the fuck to say he can't jump out a window with his hands in his pocket? I know, right? With shoes on. And wearing shoes. That's Dude, a very stylish I mean, way of doing it. <laughs> very James he goes, he goes, I was about to say, he goes out like a fucking Michael Jackson music video. This walks out with his hands in his pocket. Well, everybody knows if you uh, jump out of a window with your shoes off and your hands in your pocket... You will reach a velocity much like an atom bomb. And full orgasm as well. You probably could. You unzip your pants, jump out a window, and you'll achieve orgasm and then smack the ground. Sorry, but no marital argument is going to make me just jump out a window. I would hope not. Well, you just don't care enough then. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) If you love me, you'll jump out this window. Whatever, your name's Dewey. Dewey. <laughs> Shut up, Dewey. <laughs> Fuck Dewey. Maybe that's Dewey. why what the argument was, your name is Dewey. I can't believe I'm married to fucking Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, your name's Pauline. You're named after a fucking parrot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how people jump in. And that's how divorce happens the hard way. <laughs> okay. June 4th, 1964, if she does not win the esteemed 2017 Window Jumper Awards <coughs> for her... Death, she should win it for her name. We're talking about Pigeon Goldie Osgood. Yeah. <laughs> pigeon Goldie. You do it, Pigeon. Sounds like a bestiality porn star actress specializing <laughs> in fucking of ostriches and emus of that sort. Pigeon <laughs> Goldie. A retired telephone operator. I'd like to see that. Sorry. Dark web. Dark web. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> A retired telephone operator was found dead in her ransacked room by a hotel worker distributing phone books. Miss Osgood had earned her nickname due to the fact that she befriended and fed birds in the nearby Parishing Square. She was a nice lady, much like Home Alone 2. This is what happened after Home Alone 2. This is mm-hmm. the dark history that you don't know about Home Alone 2. The aftermath. After she received her turtle doves and Kevin McAllister went back to Chicago, she was riddled with grief. And all her birds flew away. I really miss Kevin McAllister. I sure hope he doesn't grow up to be a weird fuck. <laughs> That's kind of sad, though. Because he did. <laughs> <laughs> she, Miss Osgood, earned her nickname because she fed birds, blah, 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 had been stabbed, strangled, and raped. And near her body were found Dodgers caps she always wore and a paper sack full of bird seed. It was birds. It was birds. Birds, birds did it. the gangbang. She changed up the bird seed 
It gave the birds massive stomach aches and diarrhea. They shit all over a car dealership. The car dealership, they headed out for the birds. Birds weren't going to go down without taking Pigeon Goldie with her. So the bird's the word. And Skid Row it is. Mm-hmm. So they found the Dodgers cap, a sack full of bird seed, and soon after, Jocks B. Ehlinger, 29, was seen Shook. walking through Shook. Perishing Square in bloodstained clothing. He was arrested, but cleared of the crime, because it's 1964, and you can get away with walking around with bloodstained clothes. Apparently. But everybody knows it was those damn pigeons <laughs> who did it. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not going to name the next name on the list because this deserves an entire um, section of speaking in its own. So we're going to wrap up the 2017 Window Jumper Awards. So our winner of the 2017 Window Jumper Suicide Awards goes to... Oh, we have a tie here between Pauline Auten and George Giannani, the window jumper person lander. (laughs) (laughs) And we have Mrs. Telephone wires herself, Gracie Margot. I mean, fuck that bitch, because she caused an outage. I know. That telephones were big back then. That's and all working in the, the business that I do, fuck your outage. You want to pull out the Ouija board and hear their acceptance speech? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe we can just uh, throw a football with the telephone wires out front, and it'll cause her to come through the wires, and maybe Ruth will kill my dog. I don't know. No, it was an accident. We'll all be in hell to see them sometime. I mean, fuck so those are your 2017 winners of the window jumpers slash accidental murders of the Cecil Hotel. Congratulations. <coughs> Pick up the prizes at the front door. You get a season pass to Kentucky Kingdom. And They're Best dead. Buy. None of this is useful. Best Buy gift card to haunt the place. They don't even use doors. Flat screen TVs. They don't watch TV. Well, they might. They no. may. It happens. American Horror Story. So, I think your dog is a drama queen, by the way. Like, I feel that's un, like counterproductive to be a ghost watching shows about ghosts. Ghost mm. likes to watch shows about ghosts. Maybe they want to touch up on all their ghostiness about how to slam doors and turn on lights and shit. Man, if I was a ghost, I'd slam doors with my death. Maybe they have a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> what is this ectoplasm? <laughs> What's that sound? It kind of sounds like a black guy closing a door with his dick. It's a soft thud, like flesh against wood. Yeah, very much so. A sensual thud, if you will. (laughs) So their most famous case was the recent case of Eliza Lamb, 21-year-old Canadian student. She was found inside one of the water supply tanks on the hotel roof. She had gone missing almost three weeks earlier on January 31st, 2013, and her decomposed body was discovered by a maintenance worker. Ugh. On one of the rooftop water tanks. I'm sorry, I just vomited in my mouth just because I know what comes after this. And of course, what Rufus is talking about is the residents of the Hotel Cecil complained that their water had a discoloration and it tasted weird. Mm. Mm, Tasted like college student. Asian college student. Tastes like Asian college student. I was full, but now, 30 minutes later, uh, I want some more of this body water. I'm saying that she was full of MSG. (laughs) 
Well, I didn't say that, but you did. I just suddenly feel like I don't want sashimi anymore. Yeah, it's 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 just a little bit of lamb. People are taking showers and nasty water. I just can't imagine because like the people were like, I was taking a shower and it smelled weird, and it's like I've been to hotels where they have weird like septic tanks, and it has like a sulfur taste, like taste and smell, but that's like. Body water, like, ugh. Well, not even like the cool Om Shinrikyo body water <laughs> no. where he sold his bath water. This is de- decrepit, decaying human. Ugh. And I guess it's uh, it's common because uh, Jay Styles here was talking about the other day. She walked into my bathroom and it smelled <laughs> like Smoke. farts or something, <laughs> something smelly. It's because you ate some Mo's. It was body water. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> I managed to fit a small Filipino boy into the pipes <laughs> underneath my sink. You might want to cut that. Yeah, I was like, we do not know. You might want to cut that out. It's only going to be cut out if you find a Filipino boy. In the- There's no Filipino boy in the goddamn There are no fights. Filipino boys. I am not Jeffrey Dahmer. I have a Filipino boy. Self-incrimination. <laughs> I was like, huh? What? I don't know. That's why he likes. Twitch raid me. He's got a style. <laughs> Yes, Teddy with his long history of Filipino boys. Yeah, you yeah. should just cut all that out. Yeah, let's just cut it out. Uh, no way. No, we're gonna leave it. No, no, no. way. Keep it. No way. So, her decomposed body was found in a water tank on the rooftop. Residents complained that the water tasted funny and smelled funny. But this is where it gets weird. Video surveillance footage taken from inside an elevator shortly before her disappearance showed Lamb acting strangely, pressing multiple elevator buttons hiding in the corner of the elevator and waving her arms wildly, causing widespread speculation about the cause of death. So she's pressing all these buttons. uh, And it's weird because on the surveillance camera, you don't see the door close. Usually, you press all these buttons. Even the button that says, close door, and well, you know, it's going to do the namesake. (laughs) And the door is going to close. But none of this happened. She was acting erratic as if Somebody was following her or something of that nature. No lie, when I first saw the video of her in the elevator, I I literally thought it was a video from one of those like Japanese horror movies. Because yeah. like, that's what it looks like. You see this chick just standing in the elevator. Her hair is all long and black, and she's standing there acting all weird. And you're just going, oh, God, is it the ring? Is this the is grudge? the grudge? Like, I I literally thought it was, I didn't know at the time that it was an actual video. It's fucking weird. And you can find it on on YouTube. It's everywhere. There's all these different theories surrounding her death. It seems very common, you know, she just climbed up to the roof and drowned herself in the water supply. But here's where it gets extremely strange. The roof is locked and inaccessible to anybody but maintenance workers and staff of the hotel. The water tank is very, very small, and the water caps up, it caps off right at the top of the thing. So, if she crawled in there and closed it, she would also have to fucking, basically, uh, what was that old Nickelodeon show about Danny Phantom, pretty much. She'd basically have to Danny Phantom her arms out of the water tank and lock the thing behind her, much like, uh, Shadow Cat from X Men. 
Well, that's why they. Mm. The, one of the theories is that chick from the garage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why one of the theories is that uh, maybe she was murdered by a hotel staff because it was that carpenter guy it. that made everybody fall out the fucking window. <laughs> oh my god, he's on the loose. He's back. Where's he at? Revenge. He's on, he's on a rampage. They ripped out all the carpet and replaced it with tile. We're taking a field trip. The carpenter, volume two, the carpenting. <laughs> if we're taking a field trip here, we are fucking staying on the ground fucking floor. Yes. No. So. And there's gonna be five of us in one hotel room because I'm not. Separating from anyone. No, I would in a heartbeat. No, we're not going to scooby do that shit. If you haven't seen the video of her acting crazy on the elevator, look it up on YouTube. It's, it's Watch it. Do I type in acting crazy on the elevator? I'm pretty sure <laughs> it'll type come in, up if you did. What's her name? Eliza, Eliza Lamb. Lamb. Eliza Lamb. Yes. Crazy bitch on the elevator. Yes, that's exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Crazy. So girl. that's the whole one of the theories is uh, someone stayed in the hotel not long after that, and everyone in the hotel that even worked there was like, yeah, it had to have been someone that worked here because the door to the roof was locked. Mm-hmm. The door to the roof was locked, and then also that water tank is locked. Yes. So someone that had to have worked Somebody there had, had a to. knowledge of the place. Yeah. Well, that's one theory. Another theory, and this is they, there's five different theories that I watched on this YouTube video. <laughs> Very weird. These are almost... <laughs> That's beautiful, Teddy. That's a beautiful song. I want that my as my favorite. Time. Is that the Eliza Lamb song? No. <laughs> That's the Poor signature Eliza theme Lamb. song for shitty sci-fi and the Illuminati. Oh, no. Speaking of the Illuminati, that is a theory because Eliza Lamb had posted on social media a month before her disappearance that the Canadian government was working on a cloaking device that she knew of that they were going to use in wars, in American wars, to cloak everybody, much like the Predator. Or uh, Harry Potter. Or Harry Potter. And they gave this inside knowledge to this little college girl. Yes, yeah. Mr. Potter. Well, she was no. clearly fucked up in the head. <laughs> yeah. So the Illuminati killed this little-known 21-year-old Asian-Canadian college student who happened to be staying at this hotel. I'm sorry, but Canada is a very neutral fucking... You could just throw that theory out the window. Oh! Fake news! I'm just saying, like... Alternative facts. Yeah. Canada gave us poutine, and I just can't imagine that. Poutine. 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 Ain't nothing like going to Canada for some nice poutine. I just can't believe it. That's dirty. Dirt. It's fucking fries covered in gravy and cheese curds. Get your butt out of the gutter, <laughs> Tucky Corey. Mm. Next theory. Start your dick out <laughs> of the sink. Yeah, next. <laughs> next. So that theory is completely unfathomable because why would the Illuminati, the all-powerful shadow government, waste their time on a little-known... Lame. ...college student. Mm. One of the other theories has to do with possession. Sale <gasps> Hayton. Damon. Hail satin sheets. I love satin sheets. Mm-hmm. But oh, I don't. Your, your butt's sweaty and all slides on it. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, when I try to bang on satin sheets, my knees slide around and I don't like it. I don't it. like it. I like to have But traction. it gives you some friction, right? <laughs> I like traction. No. So the theory of the possession <laughs> comes from the fact that uh, the Reddit group watched this videotape, I don't know how many different times, and managed to slow it down speed it up, flip and reverse it like Missy Elliott. (laughs) (laughs) And they know that the succession of numbers that she was pressing coincided with Bible verses having to do with dark water, having to do with sacrificing yourself 
in the name of God. No. And having to do no. with being Asian on an elevator. That's some bullshit. I made that last part up. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. I was like, no. She no. called you real quick on that one, man. <laughs> That's another far-fetched theory. Stupid. One of the more plausible theories is that the medicine she was taking for various mental, mild mental disorders that she had, including anxiety and bipolar disorder. She had more than a mild I mean, I disorder. have anxiety yeah. disorder, yeah. and I don't want to put myself that in That bitch water. crazy. The medicine she was taking caused her to have mild hallucinations and paranoia. But they what found nothing on? in her system. They found nothing in her system in the autopsy. Yeah, the toxicology reports they found nothing, nothing. in her system. They didn't hallucinations. But, but see, here's the thing. They can, make, they can do tests from your bone and your hair. They found nothing in her system. But it's nothing. also important to note that sometimes toxicology reports are not 100% What accurate. about those people that took the bath showers of her body? Did they they anything in their system? <laughs> they found... <laughs> filth? Ew. They found rotten decay. Again, I just threw up in my mouth. Yeah. Look, I took a shower at the hotel and I woke up on peyote. I don't know what happened. The oh. hotel Cecil, stay in the showers. <laughs> leave out the windows. <laughs> Can we make that into a t-shirt? What is probably good. Stay for the showers, leave out the windows. <laughs> we'll work on it, we'll work on it. I like that though. Another theory is uh, that she was abducted by aliens. Mm. No, not really. That's another theory. <laughs> That's just another one he made. But up. if you're going to name possession and Illuminati and all this other stuff, why leave aliens out? If we're going for far-fetched theories here, aliens, they were chasing after her. They weren't finished probing her, and she ran down the hallway trying to get away. And they and were then, like, no, you come here. <laughs> I'm going to stick my long fingers in you. And then Mulder and Scully came and said, we have to investigate this area. Mm-hmm. And she did not like David Duchovny and his sexual addiction, <laughs> so she drowned herself. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I just, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I just can't. She's speechless. I, I am. But to this day, there's no evidence they haven't ruled foul play despite all the weird circumstances. And Pretty it is, sure it was closed as a suicide. It is ruled as a suicide or With an accidental death. Okay, so we should go around the room and be like, what did you think happened? Well, I think it was just her medication. Made her wig out. But it's and weird. she jumped in the water tank? <laughs> yep, she thought it was the jacuzzi. But the, she still had to have assistance because, like they said, the, the, the rooftop was locked and the water tank was locked. That's so strange. So someone had to help her. Teddy, what happened to her? Do, 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 Illuminati. Paranormal. Paranormals. Mm, I say it was that carpet motherfucker that made everybody <laughs> fall out the window and then he drowned her. He's just a fucking asshole. We're taking a field trip. We're going to find that son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Give him a good stone cold stunner. What do you I think? S- I say mm-hmm. her inner demons finally got her. Oh. <laughs> so okay. possession? <laughs> Demon. Yeah. Possession. And it's weird too because they also, it's a weird coincidence, but there was a movie that came out a few years ago starring Jennifer Connelly but based off of an Asian horror film called Dark Water. That was a good movie, actually. And coincidentally, the main antagonist, no, or is no. it protagonist, died in a water tank. What is also weird is that the main character's name was Dahlia, who I mentioned earlier, yeah. the Black Dahlia. And Dark Water comes from the water that the patrons of the hotel were bathing in and fishing their teeth. And there was a shark and in it. <laughs> and again, I just threw up there in my mouth. I'm pretty sure Dahlia's daughter's name is Cecilia. Like yes. Cecil. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Oh, there's 
Jesus. <laughs> there was a shark and it drowned her in the water. Because dun, shark bites are clearly shark dun, bites. Dark water is not a shark No, it should be. I think they're thinking of shark water. water. Maybe open shark water. Week? Shark Deep water? water? Shark Week. Deep water. dark shark water. <laughs> yes. Jesus. I love Shark Week. I don't like to talk about Shark Week. I don't like Shark Week. <laughs> uh, otherwise known as the comma. <laughs> otherwise known as white people like to watch sharks. I used to watch it when I had blood. cable. Will Ferrell loves it. So... We'll speak about sharks on our later episode, Sharks <laughs> and You. Sharks Gone Wild. Sharks Gone Wild, yes, yes. That will be a future episode. But we Probably will... not, but whatever. <laughs> it will be a future episode today. Ow! <laughs> Paranormal Sharks. I'm going on strike. <laughs> I will not edit that episode. That will be a freelance We'll talk episode. about the Teddy's Jaws ride <laughs> at Universal Studios is haunted. Well, I respect you, Teddy, for standing your ground, but... Aww. That's all I've got. So Hands we, up, don't shoot. Majority rules. <laughs> we are taking a field trip to the Cecil Hotel in the near future. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. If we ever go to Los Angeles. We'll check this place out. I'm but going. We're not going to use the elevators. and we're not No, gonna I'm taking the stairs every time. I'm using the fucking elevator. And I I'm, I'm going to request a room with tile. <coughs> no, um, well, tile's probably the least safe. <laughs> Just walk, walk around with no socks and whoop, whoop. Mario caught your ass out that window. Mm. <laughs> Banana pill. Don't yeah. wear Heelys. <laughs> don't wear Heelys in the Cecil uh, Hotel. That's your no, no. service kind of <laughs> I'm going to be up in there wearing like rubber shoes that like stick to everything. Those fucking like, cook shoes. Yeah. Non-slips. <laughs> Crocs. So, yeah. I think we've gone through every single paranormal window jumper, murder, suicide, poisoning, paranormal aspect of this episode involving this hotel. But it is nice to note that their shampoo is marvelous and they have a lovely gift shop. But, probably. Maybe. If they don't have a gift shop, they're fucking doing it wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. But I am your host, nonetheless, Sean Wolf Party Martin. My name is Teddy, and I am still cleaning your sheets. (laughs) I am ruthless, and uh, I am just going to take the soap and the, the, the fucking towels and run out the hotel. Kentucky Corey, surrounded by creepy people. And we have Jazzy, Jamie, Executioner, the Window Viper. But do they have free Wi-Fi? Yes. Yes. Speaking of that, Wi-Fi computers, you can check us out on your computer on at TKPM Massacre. And we are also on Twitter as TKP Massacre. That's what I said. And I would and like to give a shout out to Verity Vice from the Vice Tricks. Yes, yes. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for everything you do. We love you guys. And yes, uh, check her out, her band, the Vice Tricks, on various different platforms. Lovely, lovely smooth jazz music. <laughs> and 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 then and then you can pick us up on the iTunes, the Podcast Attic, Pod Bay, SoundCloud, all that good shit. Hit us up. I'm Jazzy J Cool with Jamie J Wow over here. Mm. I think we're out. We are. Bye. Out.